0: Hey, welcome to uh, welcome to this week's episode of uh, You Can't Be Serious. Uh, I am I am half of your your hosting duo, Joshua Tracing, and I'm Matt Torrey. And we uh, we've got an interesting setup for for today's episode. We've got our guitars in hand, plugged in, uh, audible to to each other, and we're going to try to have a different type of conversation than the ones we've had previously about guitar by. Being able to actually demonstrate a little bit of the things that we talk about so that we have actual auditory examples of the things that we're working on or or thinking about or any of those types of things that have to do with how we play guitar.
1: Yeah. You ready, Matt? I'm excited. I'm excited for this one. Yeah, we're trying something new. Um, So uh, definitely let us know what you think. Um, We would love to hear your feedback.
0: Yeah. Hit us up via YCBS pod on Twitter uh, or via the email YCBS pod at Gmail. Uh, All right. So I guess let's, let's kind of take this from, from like, you know, the jump. When you, when you pick up your guitar, whether it's for like a quick, I got like a itch to play real fast or for a whole sit down, I'm, I'm working on a thing. Do you have any place you kind of naturally start at?
1: Uh, when you say naturally start at, I'm, you mean like like something I naturally just like go to like where my fingers go or like I what do you mean? So, I
0: mean I, like like do you All right, I guess let's start with with things that like actually good guitar players always say that you should do. Like do you have like a warm-up ritual?
2: <laughs>
0: or do so, you just go?
1: I, so, I i i just go i so here's the thing if i'm if i'm uh if i'm like going to play with people um or like if i'm if i'm sitting down for like an extended jam session with people where like i know i'm going to be playing a lot for like extended periods of time um i will try to like warm up my fingers and limber them up a little bit um but they're they're just like basic exercises just like real
0: let's hear them like,
1: like chromatic stuff just like like Like, just, like, like, trying to get the fingers moving and, like, so that they're, they're they're not stiff when I just go to rip into a solo or something like that. And I just do that up and down the neck sometimes. Um, but usually, like, when I'm just, like, at home noodling on the guitar, it's it's rarely for, like... Rarely will I sit down and just play the guitar for, like, three hours straight. It's usually, uh, like, uh, you know, pick it up, put it down, pick it up, put it down kind of thing. Um, and just kind of, like, as stuff comes to me you know I feel like um I i I get like these like earworms like where like I'll I get stuck on like a certain riff or a certain lick um like this thing I was just playing for you like right before we started like this like just like that little thing right there I I've just been playing that and like playing around with different variations of that for like, a good week week or two now um and like i'll just get that little like you know five second 10 second like loop stuck in my head to where i'll like play that for like 20 minutes over and over again until like i get sick of it of like hearing it off like take a break and then like i'll come back to it because i'll hear like oh what if i do it this way and like so um it's very much a a stop and start kind of process for me what about you like when you sit down like do you normally sit down for like i'm playing guitar for like these few hours and like you've got like a uh, uh a regiment of like this is what i'm going to do or is it more kind of like you know spontaneous
0: yeah it it depends it depends on on if i'm i'm sitting down as like a reprieve from whatever it is i'm like doing at the moment or if i'm sitting down with the intention of getting into something um cuz if i'm just like sitting down to to you know take a a, a hot 5 from from whatever the hell else i w- i was doing as i flip from standby to play i'll i'll kind of just i'll either just noodle a thing along or or I'll, I'll do something that that's that's got a good like feel to it something i know already you know like like i'll i'll move through the whole like you know, and I'll play something that has, like, a really, like, satisfying rhythm to it, so that I, I definitely get the feeling of, like, ah, yes, I have played guitar just now and is definitely playing guitar. I've, I've done that. I feel as though I've done that, and now I can get back into what I was doing, um, which is worse than playing the guitar, because that's why I came over here, is to give myself a break. But if I'm sitting down to, like, actually try to accomplish something... Yeah, I'll 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 try to either start off with something that I've been working on, which you know might be like uh, a picking pattern or a picking style, or or I'll start off with riffs that I really like that I'm really familiar with and just try to play them a bunch of different ways. You know, so like I was telling you the other day, like I was sitting, or actually I think I was talking to you about it like this fucking morning. Um, you know, I was playing, um, I was showing Cal the sissy strut. And- and i'll just sit there and i'll just like play that one riff i've been playing for years and i'll I'll play it to death and feel like i'm exhausting all the different ways i could think to play it and all the different places i'd think to put ghost notes and all that type of stuff to force myself to one just get, re- get used to the fingers moving and two get myself into the mindset of because my, my big problem, as I think we've talked about before, is, like, I will sit there and I will try to play as many notes as I can when my problem yeah. is I need to be more deliberate with what I'm playing. And so that's why I'll go with very basic riffs that I know back and front so that I'm not just aggressively hammering out notes. I'm really trying to find different ways to play the notes that already exist in that riff. Um, and then after I do that for, like... I'm not going to sit here and say I do it for like a half an hour. I'd probably do it for like five minutes. Then I'll move into whatever else is I'm like working on that day. Uh, Yeah.
1: So, but like, so you're, but when you say work on that day, like, so do you have, like, when you sit down to play the guitar, though, do
0: you usually sit down with a goal in mind? It, yeah. I'm going to treat this, I guess, going forward question as I'm not sitting down to just escape from my job for five minutes. Yeah. Usually, it's either I'm um ing something, because that's what I love to do more than anything else, is put on a song I really like, and then try to force myself to utilize the chord changes, the scales, um, and the, uh, everything, you know, technique, to make something that sounds good on the fly. I think I'm a rather on-the-fly kind of person, as it is, so... Um, it's it's conducive towards my lifestyle uh but you know i have uh, i have different songs that i i try to to work my way through i have um i've been trying to work on trying new chord voicings recently um you know those types of things what about you
1: so i rarely sit down with a goal i and it's probably it's Probably like the the most like the single thing that I could do to like make to like get better at the guitar faster is just try to have more coherent like concrete practice objectives. Um, but I don't know. For a while, I felt like I mean we talked about this in an earlier episode. For a while, I was like super into uh, like learning songs, like learning riffs, learning. Like, you know, just like learning how to play other people's songs, like that kind of thing. Um and now, and I, we also touched on this in a in a previous episode, was like I've become so interested in less emulating other people's sounds and trying to find out like find what my voice sounds like on the guitar and like what I wanna say. And so I've I found that um, and I mean this is also just kind of this is kind of a, a, a beating around the bush of uh, I don't like learning songs. I don't like learning new songs. But I um I found more enjoyment just like trying to put together chord progressions that like sound coherent and then trying to solo over them and like trying to find space between them and, and like um, because I feel like there's I feel like when I when I can when I do that and when I just like kind of um have noodled with some chords and and find uh you know like a melody that I like I that's what makes me want to pick up the guitar it's not uh the the concrete practice objectives like no longer like interest me in like I'm not interested in learning how to like sweet pick anymore like i just no no we we
0: are beyond that point or
1: or like uh like technically speaking i mean obviously i could always become a better guitar player everyone can always become a better guitar player but there's like there's i feel as though i can like accurately or i can to not maybe not accurate I, i feel as though i can uh at least somewhat express myself on the instrument and and so I want to, whenever I pick up the instrument, I'm trying to like create something new, or or, or do something that like I I haven't heard before. Because um, I've always thought like if I wanted to hear, uh, you know Led Zeppelin, well I'm just gonna go listen to Led Zeppelin. <laughs> right. You know I um, I mean there was a time when you know like. I guess when just like when playing, you know, when that was, when that was satisfying in itself, just to be able to do that. But, um, it's, that's less, uh, that's what I'm into right now. And I think what we talked about this, uh, the getting, uh, a, a looper, um, which I, I regrettably do not have at my feet at the moment. Um, really like, opened my eyes to like airing guitar parts and like um, experimenting with like finding melodies that go over top of chord progressions things like that um, and that's what I really love about playing the guitars I love I love when I mean like so don't get me wrong I love when we jam and like and it's I, every time we jam everything we play is always a ton of fun but my favorite thing is when we just like settle into like uh, a simple groove or a simple progression and we're able to just like trade solos over top of it. That's like my favorite thing.
0: So hold. On. I want to take a real quick, uh, real quick aside, because I think you and I would both be disappointed in ourselves if we were listening back to this to not take a moment to describe what our setup is right now as we're recording this. So yeah. what what axe you got? What's it? What pedals is it running through? What amp is it running to? What what do you got on uh in front of you?
1: So I really I'm glad you brought this up. I wanted to start with this, but you started with such a great question. I'm like, well, we'll come back to that. And I almost forgot. So thank you for 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 bringing us back. But so I um I'm playing my uh 1995 uh American Vintage Reissue 57 Strat um. I'm running into. I've got my tuner. First, uh, it's a crappy tuner, but it's a tuner. It tunes my guitar. Um, I've got quite quite the array of pedals at my feet though. Here, I've got um, I'm running into a Boss CS3 uh, compressor, into a Rat distortion pedal, um, into a Mini Tube Screamer, into a Timmy, into an MXR booster. So that's that's our drives covered there. We've got a distortion. Uh, a couple overdrives and a boost pedal. Then we hit the modulation section of the board. I've got a an MXR Phase 90 and an analog chorus. Um, those are really nice. I've got a Marshall Echo Head Delay and a Holy Grail reverb pedal. And I'm running just direct into my audio interface. I am not hitting an amp right now. So so this right here, Oh. Really, so this, this sound here, the wait, hold on. This the that is uh the tube screamer into the timmy with the booster and a little bit of reverb no amp nice wow that's awesome yeah it sounds pretty good i was i was worried uh about about the amp i'm like maybe i can mic the amp and then like run the amp into here but i thought that would cause too much interference with my vocal mic so just decided to ditch ditch all of that i uh i don't have a line out on my amp so so we're running direct in today hope it sounds okay
0: so it's funny you you, you say i hope it sounds okay because one it does and two i cannot hear my own guitar <laughs> because um so i have i guess let me i'll, I'll loop back to that uh to, to get through it
3: so i i am playing my my uh 2013 i want to say fender american texas special uh, through, uh, not all these, 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 these um, foot pedals are on. Actually, right now, none of them are on. But it, it's running through my Wobbler Velvet Fuzz, uh, into my compressor, into my Boss DS-1 distortion, into my Boss Dynamic Wah, into my Boss Equalizer, into my Hughes and Kettner tube amp that's currently on the lead channel, and then all that into my mixer. And then into my computer. And the problem I have is that I have an audio interface, but my audio interface is one XLR input and one um, uh, three-quarter inch input. And my mic uses an XLR because it's a mic. And my Hughes and Kettner amp head, its output is also an XLR. So, Mm -hmm. the only option I had was to use my mixer, which is 2XLR, because my audio interface is not, and I can't um, monitor Monitor through my mixer without plugging into my headphones, but my headphones are plugged into my laptop, so I can see, hear you, unless I wanted to plug my laptop also into the mix. Like, if you see where this is going, it's going in a very dark
1: hole. I do. Um, I've got a question about your signal chain there, though. you got your auto wah after your compressor? Yes. Is that for a reason?
0: Uh, yeah, because I want the wah effect to hit. I want to capture the like the sharp attack of the compressor in the wah. I don't want it to the wah to be compressed. I want the wah to capture the attack.
1: I get what you're saying. So, so I mean, if you if you like the way it sounds, then leave it exactly how it is. The reason I I have a, an envelope filter, I put mine in front. Of my compressor before my compressor um because i was always explained that the way like an envelope filter or an auto wah circuit works is, is it's based off of like the signal it, it receives so like how hard or how soft you strike the strings um and like that's yes. what gives it the dynamic so like if you hit it harder you hit the strings harder like that versus like that um you get more or less of the auto-wah-ing. and with a compressor, what it does is it makes the 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 louds a little quieter and the and the quiet's a little louder to kind of balance everything out in the middle, so that you get less like uh, uh, range. With
0: we're right here. Let's let's make some sounds, man. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I I took myself off the uh, the lead channel. I'm on the clean channel, so. I'm going to have to put my mic a little bit far away from where I'm sitting, so excuse me if my voice is quiet. But this is this is clean, no pedals on, clean channel, all clean, baby. Fourth position, straight up. Hold on.
2: <laughs>
0: all right. Actually, you know what? Let's go with, the, let's go with one of the, the all-timer, easy, I can't fuck this up riffs. Um, I'm not going to say what it is because we should all know it. All right. So now let's put on the
1: compressor like or or Josh, I think you were I think you were clipping a little bit there,
3: oh, yeah, too loud. yeah, all right, I'm gonna bump it down. I can't hear it. <laughs> we're guessing is this too loud? That's better i that's the most I think I oh wait, hold on, I can just sit on my mixer
0: too. I have like three different volumes to fuck with. All right, hold on. Is this is 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 this better?
1: I don't hear anything. <laughs>
2: you, what? what?
0: happened? I hear nothing. I hear silence. How about
1: now. You go ahead, play again. I am. That's no, no. It's that's too quiet. That's like it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not working.
0: Matt, <laughs> <Now> what happened? <laughs>
3: oh there you go hey 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 is it is it there
0: yeah yeah we're good yeah 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 that's good yeah there you go all right so this is with the compressor on okay yeah all right let's switch on the wah so, what are we, what are our thoughts on the tone here? Uh,
1: I, dude, I don't know how to tell you this, but it sounds like hot garbage. I, I don't know. I think it's, I dude, it's just not coming. It's coming through all choppy and like, Ugh. and like, I, it I doesn't it sound good. <laughs> with the, with the fucking mixer, man. <laughs> uh. Like it's, I can hear what you're trying to play and I'm sure it probably sounds great in the room, but coming through discord, it sounds like hot trash.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, let me, let me go back to clean and make sure this shit at least comes through clean. So yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, way better. All right, then I'm just gonna leave it on clean, stop trying to fuck with anything because Lord knows this has already been, dude. To like to test it out because I couldn't even really fully monitor myself. I had to like record a segment of me playing with something and fiddle with all the love. It it's been a journey. I'll leave it there. But anyway, uh man, where where were we before this adventure?
1: Well, I was asking you about why you have the the auto watt uh, after your compressor.
0: Yeah, uh, I just like capturing the full effect of whatever's happening in front of it into the wall.
1: Hey, man, if it sounds good, it is good. That's that's like the best motto I think I've ever heard. Any like pedal guy tell me is like, if it sounds good, it is good. So don't worry about like what the rules are or like how you're supposed to put the pedals in order. If you like the way it sounds, and you like the way it sounds,
0: I really I gotta get like you know a reverb or or a delay, some something I can put in the back of my of my amp to to try out and see. Does your amp not have reverb? No, so my old amp head did have a built in reverb. This one doesn't um mm. which is fine. I don't really care. um but it I do want to try using the effects loop in the back as as opposed to just because my old amp didn't have that. My old amp just had the the front plug everything into here. um yeah, so I'm really dying to try out the uh all the different ways I can employ this thing.
1: I mean, dude, reverb. I didn't think I wanted a reverb pedal either until I got one. Reverb makes such a huge difference. Hold on, this is this is no reverb right here. This is just a clean signal. Just like, just a touch of reverb to that, we get. Like it just adds so much depth to the sound. Like,
0: yeah, it's so much roomier and 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 just built. bigger, but not in a like oversaturated way. You know, yeah, and
1: I I just feel like Reaver is one of the things where like you don't know if it's done right. You don't. I mean, unless you are going for like this big ambient like shoegaze like whatever. But like, unless if it's done well in like most applications. You only notice it if you take it away, like and then it becomes like, right. oh, really harsh sounding and up in the front of the mix, and like um, it just kind of rounds out the edges.
0: I'm with you, I'm with you, so i I was thinking about something the other day, and if I've deviated too far from anything else we were talking about, wrote me back in, feel free um, but I was thinking about something the other day because I have a couple riffs that are like I always go back to um because I just. No matter how much more complicated uh, music I've learned how to play, there's a few uh, just riffs that I've uh, always gravitated towards. Do you have any of those for you?
2: Uh,
1: yes, I guess. Um I mean, it's a lot of the stuff that I learned, like when I was like, fir- like some of the first like classic rock riffs that I learned. Like, I mean, like what I played earlier, that whole lot of love. That, like, that's always a good one. Always. Uh, uh, I mean, a lot of a lot of Zeppelin stuff. I mean,
2: the
1: fuck that one up. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I uh. I think we've talked about it. like i I grew up listening to a ton of classic rock, and so um I think what is it? the rush rushes the uh fly by night like that's another great one i uh yeah i there's I don't know. When I pick up the guitar, it's 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 kind of like I I can be spontaneous, just kind of whatever wants whatever feels like coming out of my fingers. Um I like I alluded to earlier, I rarely pick up the guitar with like a goal in mind or with like a I'm gonna practice this. Um at least, you know, uh anymore. I um it's usually like uh i'm picking it up just to kind of like decompress from a stressful day or um maybe i'm i'm just like watching tv and i just want to like noodle while i'm like mindlessly watching cartoons or something um but um as far as like riffs that i've been playing a lot of recently um our friend uh, our good friend skylar of the podcast uh and i have been uh Playing around with some riffs that that he and I have been writing and and working on a, a song or two, and so there's this there's this riff that um, that I wrote. It um, goes like. like that's kind of like the the main part of it so i've been playing around with that a lot and trying to find uh different melodies to go over top of it and and kind of how i want the song to be structured and so that's kind of what i've been what i've been playing a lot of um what about you like what do you what do your hands naturally go to like if if you're just like i just want to play the guitar
0: Uh so it, it depends on what I've been playing recently. Recently, I've been having a lot of fun trying to get down Frogville by Corey Wong, um, <laughs> because that has, j- just a, dude, just just that because it's also so satisfying how how it really like uses different aspects uh, or different combinations of uh, uh, of of this you know. <laughs>
1: it's so fun dude you've got the cory wong tone that that is it well it's that clean is, it's that totally is the cory wong sound you get the compressor on
0: no i don't i, I turned everything off because i can't risk it since I, I cannot hear myself
1: oh seriously like, like there's literally that's just the guitar in the end well
0: chances are because so just a peek behind the curtains a little bit um one of the reasons I ended up getting my audio interface after deliberation with Matt was because I couldn't help but shake the feeling um, that when I was plugging my old amp into my mixer, into my laptop, that my mixer was compressing everything. And I feel very vindicated mm. in that because after I got the audio in inter- it, because, you know, it just sounded different from what I was hearing in the room. And to some extent, yeah. you have to expect that because yeah. what you're hearing in the room is not only are you hearing however ambient your room is or however it vibrates whatever that shit uh, but you're also hearing it out of speakers like like that is completely different from hearing it out of headphones that it, after it's been routed into a second if not third if not fourth piece of hardware um, totally. and my compressor or sorry my mixer definitely compresses the sound a little bit so chances are you're hearing a level of compression that is like just by the nature of this piece of tech that is not being put on by me intentionally. But I gotcha.
1: Anyway, so, so let me ask you a question then. So we both have Stratocasters in our hands right now. I've got yeah. a question for you. What where what position on the pickup switch where do you find yourself living most? Are you a 3 neck and 4 only guy or a, oh really? Really use yeah. the middle pickup only? You use the you're a position 3 guy.
0: 3 or 4? That's that's where I usually oscillate between. Really? Mostly, I, yeah. I rarely use the middle pickup on its own.
1: I I am pretty much always in either on either the bridge or the, the neck alone, the bridge by itself or fourth position to get that like Cory Wong funky, you know, like
0: So you are a man of extremes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like that sound but um yeah man i don't the the middle pickup for me i just like i don't know it feel like its only purpose is to is for those in between positions i rarely maybe i'll have to start using it more i don't know i um but uh i don't know i just like the warmth of the of the bridge i feel like the bridge has got like it's or, or not the bridge i was i was gonna mix it up the the neck the neck pickup Like when I want to go crazy, I'll kick it down to the, the, the bridge and
2: just, you know,
0: go
1: a little, go a little nuts.
0: So I, I rarely go on the extreme end of either one. I rarely do one or five. I'm i'm mostly three or four i i will also throw two in there um but i rarely find myself in the extremes unless unless i'm going all the way to one and doing something a little bit you know a little jazzy
1: yeah see that's that's I mean, because I think that's actually what like that pickup was like, you know, quote unquote, intended for by it's know, it's a muddier sound, so it fits jazz
0: better, yeah, yeah. Um, and then to go all the way over over to five, you know, that, that's for the way I hear it anyway, it's very like uh, yeah so and then like i also i also think that five works better with distortion because you get a little bit more of a scream out of it but i i tend to like kind of mixing around with my different um tone blends i guess while while i'm fussing in those middle three so that you really get an option of like hearing all right let's let's put the let's let's go to second position here and and let's let's Fuss with the tone knobs a little bit and see if we can make something that sounds kind of kind of nifty. Let's see if I can get the kind of a a higher end from from a, what it is more than typically a, a lower end position. And then same thing when I'm over in four. Let's let's add a little bit of low end so I I'm not just topping out on the treble over here. You know I, I'm I, I try to play around with it. You know. Yeah, that's that's interesting though cuz like I we
1: it's funny cuz we have we have very similar guitars then but we're we're using them totally differently cuz like I rarely touch my tone knobs. My tone knobs are oh like almost always at 10. Um if I could solder them in place at 10, I I would, I think. <laughs> um
0: I um I don't know. I well, um, another thing is, if I'm using my loop pedal, I al- I almost always do the chord progressions with my tones at zero, so that when I come in to like fuss with something over top of it, I can put my tones up and like I'll be able to really make a distinction between those sounds.
1: You cut through. I I do the same thing with my volume. I roll the volume knob back, so so you know you'll I'll put you play the chords kind of. volume in to go for the lead um this is quickly devolving into us just uh
0: <laughs> showing off our gear and, and i mean but that, that that's a that that's a big part of it i mean ha- half of playing music is talking about how cool your shit is um <laughs> but but to loop it if back that ain't to it really, it really is. And then looking at new things that you can point. I you know it was funny. I was on a f- um, the phone with, with a friend the other day, uh, shout out to Jackie. Um, and I was telling her I got a new tube amp, but she is not a musician. And so I was telling her like, yeah. And what's nice about my new tube amp is that it looks really fancy and like glows blue. So <laughs> people who don't know what, what like this is, will still walk by it and go, that's a nice thing. Hey, and it, they're not cool. wrong. yeah Yeah. exactly you know because the whole goal of playing music is to have your gear be noticeably good yeah man
1: i it's honestly i mean i can't i i totally understand it and i'm saying this mostly jokingly but i it i find it infuriating when people ask me like well i don't get it what's the point of all the pedals what do they do or like why do you have so many (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> shut up man <laughs> cause,
2: cause, you just so, don't get it
1: well cause it's like to me you're it's, not like, in someone, it, man. or to like a guitar player would look at them and go like oh I immediately understand why you have all of them like they, they all do different things but to try to explain the different things like to try to explain why I have a distortion pedal and an overdrive pedal
0: to someone who doesn't play music
1: eh, is an impossible feat.
0: Well, not only that, but if you go to someone like, yeah, man, I just got an awesome new phaser pedal. They're going to be like, what? You're making wor- oh, Yeah, I just got a new flanger. Like, no, that's no, you didn't. Yeah. Get, what are you? High? Get, get away from me. Yeah. You're just making up words to see if I can pick up that you're making them up or not. Like, like yeah. this, this is a test. This isn't gear. And no, it's like, that's a real thing. And I am excited to have that. And, uh, I just got a new chorus pedal. Like, oh yeah, you invite the whole Mormon tabernacle choir into your bedroom? I don't think I so. Um, but any, anyway, um, to loop this is way back um, from a while ago. Because I I was listening. I was driving in the car um, home from work the other day, and I wanted to switch on some Velvet Underground because um, that is one of my one of my first favorite. Uh, favorite bands from when I was a kid, my my mother had a whole box set of Velvet Underground shit, and I am still to this day mesmerized by Lou Reed and everything that he ever did in music because it is, sure is weird. Um, but anyway, and I like every time I listen to the, the Velvet Underground, I need to listen to "Oh Sweet Nothing," and like every other time I pick up the guitar, I like feel the need to play that opening riff. And that's been true since I first learned that riff when I was, like, within my first year of playing guitar. You know, the... And, like, you know, it it keeps going. I'm not going to play the whole fucking thing. Yeah, 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 Um, yeah. But I, I keep finding new, maybe not meaning, but new expression out of that every other time I play it, and the way that it segues so nicely because of the way you finger it so nicely into an actual, like, you know, little solo or, or whatever you're doing, it's... I've been playing that same fucking riff for, like, a decade, and I never get tired of it. And I think, like, it loops back a little bit to the whole thing I was saying earlier about how, you know, you know, like I'll sit down and play the sissy strut and like try to glean something different out of it and, and pick something different. But there's there's that The I think what is one of the best cross sections of playing an instrument, which is the cross section between actively or even passively working on yourself technique wise and having a bit of nostalgia. Out of what you're playing, you know, because while. For you, like playing a whole lot of love, might not be challenging anymore, but it still feels pretty good.
1: What I think the coolest thing about playing like riffs that I learned when I was younger is, it's like it's an easy way to like validate and and the idea that like I'm I'm a better guitar player now is like the riff sounds better now. I feel better playing it. I can play it easier. I can play it with more swag or more, you know what I mean? Um whereas like when I was first learning it there were just notes, you know. Um I think about the um the uh the guitar solo to um Hotel California by the Eagles. It was the first like guitar solo that like I I like sat down to learn. I was like I'm going to learn this solo. Um I feel like that's a a lot of I feel like there's a lot of guitar players who share that same. We're like, yeah, this is that was like the one of the first solos that like I learned. There's like a lot of there's a lot of iconic moments. There's just like a, kind of a, a... uh I forget it. Um I remember that in the song. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you know, you know, it's something like that. Um, but uh I, this really that really just undercut my whole point of 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 what i was saying um but uh i I remember struggling through that song though and struggling to make the bend sound good like that first that you know like
0: it didn't sound well were you were you were you learning to play that song though on your old epiphone gold top
1: I was, I was, yes. Well, I bet uh, the it's... bends were a fuck ton harder on that guitar.
0: Because uh, no. I know that playing on my Epiphone, um, because of the different length of the necks, bending on my Epiphone's a fucking bitch.
1: Well I mean, I think that has less to do with the the scale length because the scale length on Epiphones are actually shorter than on uh, Strats. Epiphones they sh- they have the Gibson scale length 24 and 3 quarters I think to a Strats 25 and a half. The difference is probably you you've probably got uh, flat wound 11s on your on your Epiphone. That's
0: probably the difference. That is true. There are flat wound 11s on my Epiphone. <laughs> so that I
1: think is the difference. I I strung my my Epiphone with 10s. Um, so I mean bends were about the same as 9s on a Strat um i will admit that having a nicer guitar makes it sound better um but i don't know being able to to think about uh i think about the notes is less of just like oh i gotta hit this note and like these are the notes in the song and more of like understanding why the notes were chosen why the notes are where they are and why he played what he played um or kind of you know what i played earlier the 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 riff from black dog the
2: um
1: like understanding where all those notes are like when i first learned the riff it was just oh i these are the notes that i play the um but then learning you know that like it's 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 the pentatonic scale and learning why why the notes sound good why they sound and being able to then translate that to other places like um i don't know it's been it's it's always like interesting to me to to go back and and like play stuff that i you know that i learned when i was younger and, and kind of look at it from a new lens and try to see if i can like learn something new from it um yeah
0: that's a thought <laughs> now i i i know what you, it's, i had this my my biggest experience with that and it's and it's a and it's a solo i still go back to it's one of the other like three things that i constantly play on guitar um, is the it's the first song or first solo I learned where I was like, yes, now I can tell people, now I can say with a little bit more confidence that like I play guitar it was the uh, guitar solo from Kid Charlemagne. I knew that was what you were gonna say. I knew that was what you were gonna say. Oh yeah, oh, and like Great I song. still Great to song. this to this day working the licka. Yeah. I still work that in wherever oh, I can without fucking okay. it up. Um, because like, because like that little, like that little string skip right there is oh delicious. It's great, and the best part about the solo, um, in terms of a learning mechanism, is that and I'm going to double check myself here because I I think I have some sheet music for it in front of me. It's in the key of C, so it makes it pretty easy for you to pick out um where the accidentals are and like hey. Why are they playing an accidental there? Um yeah. is that something I should be looking out for? Um and it's got it it it's got a ton of like arpeggios in it and and it moves in a in a very fun way just all up and down the neck. Um so it it gives me still a ton to chew on. And then um the outro solo equally as fun um uh, while being less i guess well known because it's the outro solo but even though i remember actually struggling a ton with the outro solo because it calls for um vibratoing while bending and i remember when i was first learning how to play guitar that was mm. a bitch
1: yeah i so it, actually that's interesting cuz you your guitar had a vibrato bar you had that whole tremolo system on the right it's got a bigsby your
0: uh, yeah my my epiphone did but i i wanted to try to do it like like they did it in the song which was instead of you know using the trem arm really just just getting that like that, that, that actual normal vibrato, you know, I'm yeah, shaking yeah. the string kind of thing, which yeah, I just, yeah. I don't know if it was, so it's funny because Ben, Ben, if you listen to this, hey Ben, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was sitting with him the other day because we were talking about vibratos because it's such a weird part of playing guitar because it's the, you're moving side to side, but you're not bending per se and you're not doing it as forcefully as you would have bend either where it's very like distinct it's like my finger is here and now it is all the way up there no you have to rock it and i think the more natural motion for every for anyone especially because most other every other non-fretted stringed instrument you go up and down to do a vibrato that doesn't work with frets because this you know this the the note stops where 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 the fret is going up and down isn't going to do much. The lateral motion of side to side is what's going to get that tone out for you. And that's a weird motion to acclimate like your wrist and fingers to do. Um, and so I don't know if it was like a finger strength thing with the, the bend and vibrato, or if it was just not getting the mechanics down yet, but that took me like so long to really feel okay about.
1: I, you know, it's funny that you bring up Ben. Hi, Ben. Um, hey.
2: Hi, uh, you
1: too, Mel. Because I had that same conversation with him, uh, where it was, in a nutshell, how do how do you vibrato? How do you do that? Um, and I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad that he asked you because it sounds like you had a better answer for him. Because I like totally blanked and was just like, you just do it. Like, what do you, what do you mean? Like I had such a hard <laughs> th- I had, had such a hard time like verbalizing like what it is. But like at the same time, I also remember having a hard time doing it. Um
0: so, and- so I had a great example that I think works perfectly for this because the I I think again vibrato is a thing that everyone struggles with, and the, the the thing that helped me figure it out was um BB King. Because BB King does the butterfly B. B. vibrato. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. And and if, right, this is the one thing that we really, no matter how much we play, you will never be able to get without looking up a video of it. Um, but instead of like keeping his, you know, fist kind of wrapped around the neck and then like shaking it side to side, he lets his all his fingers fan out and then wafts his hand back and forth like a butterfly flapping its wings. And why that was useful for me and why I was talking to Ben about it is like it makes it visual. And it forces your wrist to move in that way, which after you get kind of good with it, you can cut down on the bigness of the motion and make it a little bit tighter. Because BB King would be very like, you know, big vibrato, and most songs that you listen to normally are a little bit, a little bit tighter. I don't know if that was really any tighter because I cannot hear myself. Um, but that base—that's the—that was the basic of what we were talking about
1: yeah and like kind of going even broader than that though i i've had a, a few conversations with, with with him like about technique and about like well how you know how do you, how do i get better at palm muting how do i how do i do this how do i do that um and i found that like how explaining that or like or, or like like talking it out like what like how i do it has made me be more conscious of like how i play um Because it's easy to like, I mean, for, 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 and I'm sure for you, it's the same way. Like, I mean, you, when you palm mute a note, you're not consciously thinking about like, oh, where's my hand going? Like how much pressure, like you you just do it. You just know how to palm mute. Like, you know, instead of playing, you play, like you just do that.
0: Um, Well, so that that's one of the, and I'll I'll let you finish. But that was one of the funny things that Ben and I talked about too, because that also came up when I was talking to him. Is that no one told me how to palm you when I first started? So I was just putting my whole fucking hand in the middle of the strings and just like,
2: yep, and this is me doing it.
0: Yep, nothing. I didn't understand. I was like, why would anyone tell me to do this? And then, and then I got, I got, I I watched a YouTube video where they're like, no, you idiots, put put your hand down by the bridge. And I was like, oh yeah
3: where sounds could be heard
0: yeah that makes sense
1: yeah and so thinking about like like i mean those are little things that like i i think i now that i know them i like take them for granted you know what i mean um or like how to bend a note just how to how to like do um you know instead of like instead of you know just knowing where to put your thumb how to hold the neck so that you can get the most pressure on the note and so you're not like you know just using your fingertip your one finger and like like struggling with stuff um but it's made me pay attention more to like my own technique and and like how I'm playing to see like i guess you know how I could be better how I can move my fingers in a, a more efficient way and like how to I don't know, play different stuff.
0: I mean, that that's like a big thing having to explain. You know, what they say is teaching is a great form of learning because it forces you to be more conscious of the things that you're doing. Um, But it's also such a trip for, I guess, both of us at this point to be be talking to Ben about like some of these fundamental concepts that are also extras of playing because, like, Ben can play riffs, like you know, Mm -hmm. I'm here and playing great. Yeah. And when you think about learning to play the guitar, I'm sure that you know playing riffs is the thing you think about. But then when you like you know you sit down to play a, a song and they've got the whole you know you gotta you gotta do a bend and hold and play that other note and then come back down or you gotta do a trill, which also I was never good at, and I'm still not great. Um, yeah, me either, or you know, any of the the wacky slidings like th- there's all these things around. Playing guitar that you don't necessarily think about that really can still, like, I remember because I really like Silly Dan. I have like a Silly Dan guitar songbook, and they have a ton of goofy shit in their songs. What's it called when you like just pick as aggressively as you can? What's that called?
1: Tremolo picking.
0: Oh, they, oh, there you go. Um, yeah, they, they, they have that in some of their songs where it's just like, you just look, yeah, just as, just as fast as you can. I used to sit there. Like until like my fucking shoulder hurt, just like how does this sound good? And part of the part of like the journeys, well, figuring out how to make that sound good because yeah, someone doing that right is going to make that sound pretty interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And and it, just to go back to palm meeting, because I was thinking of it, but I didn't want to like continuously be cutting you off. I still have to think about palm muting all the time when I do it in part because I think I have a tendency to over palm mute. But also, so like if I'm doing um and it comes up especially when I when I do the Mr. when I do Mr. Salmon because it starts off very open. Very open. You know, let it ring. But then it, it it's supposed to be very palm muted from there. And I always, like, have a hard time because, like, yep. you're supposed to ring out the bass and yep, really yep. palm mute the, the 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 higher strings. And I... The idea of being, like, partially palm muted and understanding when to let up, when to go... when to lay on, and, and how to kind of navigate that with, one, the fucking speed it takes to do that shit. God damn. Like, I... Every time I think I, I'm really getting that song down... And I've been... Playing it for a few years, but it's it's if anyone's ever heard it, it's, it's crazy how Chet Atkins does it. And then I'll sit down and listen to Chet Atkins do it, and I'll be like, "Well, fuck me! Like I'm how? Like how? <laughs> how do you? How even do it? Yeah. Um. And it really the the main difference between how Chet Atkins does it, you know, the very very professional guitar player, and me is that he just has better. He's just better with that right hand technique. And I am mystified by that because I've been finger picking forever. I'm not like especially great at it. Um, just because I know how much you're no I Chad can Atkins. Be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like I, I can do it and I can palm you. I'm not the best at it, but I can do it. But like he's got that fucking combo on the right hand that I just can't wrap my brain around how, how it works. But those are fundamental concepts.
1: It's funny because when you think of Paul Muting, you think of Chad Atkins. When I think of Paul Muting, I think of punk rock.
0: Oh, well, that uh, very punk rock.
1: So that's how I got, that's like how I developed. um, So one, I should say like what I was like learning, I was learning on a Les Paul. So the bridge was different. And so I just kind of learned that you lay your hand across uh, that, the, uh, the, you know, where the saddles are on a Les Paul and And a lot of the stuff that I was listening to was was just, you know, like that kind of stuff. Um, And so I I got a lot of practice doing it. And. um, I I remember I do distinctly remember, like when it clicked for me that like, oh, you've got to move your hand back towards the bridge to do it, because. i I had the same problem that a lot of people do is it's like like it doesn't mute so you have to move your hand back and um yeah was that's my journey with palm muting
0: so I I, I want to eventually so like start to to wrap us up a little bit as we we, we we're approaching the hour but I want I have another thing I I want to bring up um and it's the the great mental battle I have with myself whenever I play of um how high-minded should my cons like how much should I force myself to be trying to be creative with what I'm doing versus keeping it simple because like I'll every now and then I'll be like, you know, all right, let's try to find something a little bit more gym, like gymnastic to to do on the fretboard. Um, And I'll find something that like it's tough and it sounds pretty good. And then I'll and then I'll listen to I Want to Be Your Lover by Prince and think that's a great guitar part when it just. And it's just, like, fucking so straight up, and, you know, it's in the background, and honestly, I kind of shift you on the notes, but the main thing about it is that it is, for the most part, it is two notes. It is, it is this, uh, this (laughs) A-flat to this uh, F-sharp, and that's it. And I sit there like, well, fuck my ass, Prince has a whole five-and-a-half-minute-long song, one of, like, my favorite songs of all time, and the guitar part is like... (laughs) Or some shit like that. And it, it's, it's, yeah. and there's that third little B in there. But regardless, it's, and it's like, I, I, I often sit while I'm playing guitar and like oscillate between doing like a two, three note thing and doing the wackiest combination of notes I can muster. And I, like I'm just constantly fighting with myself about which one sounds better and which one I'd be more impressed by if I was listening to it, which I know isn't like a great mentality, but I don't know. Is this something, anything that ever crosses your mind? Totally. And so
1: I've, I long ago abandoned the, the hope of trying to sound musically gymnastic, like, um, i part of its laziness that i don't I don't want to put the th- i don't want to put the work in to get that that technically proficient on my instrument which is um uh, probably a personality flaw um but i i think i think there's something you know when, when you hear a piece of music that's like obviously technically challenging um it's impressive in like an obvious way, which uh, it sounds like I'm shitting on that. But like I'm not, but it, 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 I personally, at least in recent, you know, in, in my recent listening experience, whatever, I've found more enjoyment and like more satisfaction, I guess, from like simple things, from like really simple ideas that just work. Um, I know we talked a lot about Wolfpack, um, in a previous episode, episode, but like a lot of their songs, um, while, I mean, they're all tremendous musicians, aren't, uh, overt- They're super simple. Yeah, they aren't, they aren't overtly challenging. They aren't overtly challenging or overtly technical or overtly, uh, like, ah, that is a musical masterpiece. Um. But there's a there's there's beauty in that simplicity. And so I, I, you know, I think when I got around the time when I actually got my bass, um, I and I was playing my bass a lot. Um, I started, you know, just kind of what you're saying, just kind of playing really simple riffs, just kind of like a stuff like that. Um, And, like, I get a lot of, like, I mean, I could just, I could put that in a loop and, like, jam over that for an hour. Um, But there's something, there's something about, like, I think, you know, writing a riff or finding a a little hook or something like that, hook like that, um, that is catchy um musically interesting and allows for you know like experimentation it allows for other instruments and allows you know room for other people um that's the kind of music that i like playing that's the kind of music that like i like playing with other people um and uh you know while i i there's a time and a place for you know just absolute you know shred fests um or you know incredibly technically challenging music um i'll always enjoy listening to that it's just not quite what i'm what my fingers are gravitating towards at the moment it's more you know just trying to just try to groove you know
0: yeah I, I, it's like my my problem now is i spent so long trying so like here here's a perfect example from the top of my head because you got like here's the, here's the intro riff to peg just because i mean i got steely down on the brain you got
2: nope that ain't right shit was
3: it and it's it's just jazz chords you got you got this uh this this d shaped chord with a, with a G in it so it's like a D4
0: and then you got I don't even know what the fuck this chord is and followed by its brother and that just shifts down a, a half step so that's definitely a lot of accidentals between those two chord shapes and then it shifts down another half step to whatever the fuck this this guy is there's there's more accidentals right there and then and then it and and then then it it kind of regulates out a little bit to so something just a little bit more basic between this little two chord shuffle, but it's very complicated in terms of what the theory is behind the sounds. And then you go listen to to Wolfpack, and you got and all it is it's it's a hey here's a C seven. With some shit thrown in. Here's a B flat seven with some shit thrown in. And there's an F7 with some shit thrown in. And then just walk it up. And that's so incredibly straightforward. Not just musically. And it's tough to actually play. I can't do it slow, as I tried to at the beginning and then fucked it up. <laughs> um but theoretically like, like music theory-wise, it is so fucking straightforward. Like I feel dumb. For not being able to like just sit down and go, oh yeah, I'm gonna write a song with these three very basic chord shapes, and it's gonna be a fucking smash hit. Because looking at that that riff right there for uh, what was that? Uh, animal Spirits, I think. Yeah, um, it's so direct. It it in terms of the theory, it's it's. I don't I don't want to like shit on it because I, I don't I don't I don't mean to. I mean I, I think it's amazing. Um, But in terms of like theory, it's some shit you could literally do in like your freshman level, your high school freshman level music theory class. Um, So I'm sitting at my guitar sometimes and I'm like, all right, let's try to bang out some jazz chords. And then when that inevitably sounds terrible, I'm like, well, I'll just like slum it and do some basic E and A shaped chords up and down the neck. And then it's like, fuck, how how do I make this sound original? And it's like that's like the battle I'm constantly fighting with myself when I try to play is. The complicated shit, I, like, feel like my theory's lacking to make it sound as good as I want it to sound. It'll sound fine. I got some basic shape progressions that I, I can work my way through around the neck. And then when I when I try to, like, quote-unquote dumb it down, I feel like I'm not, like, intrinsically creative enough to make that, to, to make something original out of it. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I, I do. Um I guess something this is kind of something that that, that i've run into now that i've I've been writing a little bit more and just i keep like trying to tell myself that like i don't have to make it more complicated to make it better Com- more complicated doesn't necessarily mean better
0: you know what i mean um i mean i definitely know what you mean i don't necessarily tell that to myself while i'm playing um because i'm like weirdly competitive with the last guitar session i did i must be better every time linear progression
1: i I totally get that and like wanting to like oh but that you know these chords have been played before like this how do i play something new how do i do something it's the hardest part and i think realize for me you know one part of it is like understanding and accepting that like hey i am not a jazz virtuoso where i can just you know play at you know every ridiculous jazz chord under the sun and, and just rip up and down the neck um, and so there's always going to be someone who's like technically better than me and can play technically more challenging stuff than i can play um and so i try not to get wrapped up in that and how do i make what i'm playing more technical or more because because cause i'm never going to be because i'm never going to make it the most technical thing i'm never going to write the most you know what i mean um, and so, I try to focus more on, on just what what sounds good, what sounds good, what feels good, what like you know. I, and I'm I'm a very like feel oriented musician. Um, you know, I'm I'm not good when it comes to playing to a click, um, which is something I'm. Oh my happy. god,
0: I am like I I am I'm, I immediately lose all feel the second a click track comes on. It's like I've never picked up the fucking instrument before. I'm embarrassed.
1: Yeah, it's really terrible. It's something I'm trying to work on, um, especially because I'm trying to record more stuff. I'm trying to get better at playing to a click. Um, but- what I end
0: up doing, I'm sorry to keep cutting you off, but like this is just something I feel very strongly about. What I've ended up doing, because even though it's functionally the same thing, for whatever reason my mind reacts to it better, is whatever my my pace is once I figure out the BPM, I'll set a MIDI instrument to be uh, kick on one and three and snare on two and four, and all of a sudden I can fucking do it. I don't really? know. Yeah, I, I guess maybe the changing the tones into a more musical context in my mind helps, so maybe it'll help you out, but like seriously I, if it's a click, I can't figure it out for my fucking life, but if I change those ones and threes to uh, kicks and those twos and fours to snares all of a sudden it like actually works for me.
1: I'll give it a try. Um uh, because I, it's something I struggle with. Is is I, I, I naturally I, I feel like I naturally tend to like push and pull the tempo, um, which is cool if you're jamming with other people. It's not cool when you're try- when you're trying to record a song to a click track. Um, so that's definitely something I'm trying to work on. Um,
0: Just say you're syncopating it. And you know, you know <laughs> ne- ne- next time Sky was like, you know, Matt, you're pretty off there. He's like, no, 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 man. This is this record's all syncopation, man. Experimenting with polyrhythms.
3: Yeah, this song doesn't have a time signature. What are you trying to do?
1: Um yeah, it's uh you know, and the other thing, so I I it's 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 given me such an appreciation for studio musicians, people who are able to just walk into a studio. Hear a, hear a track like once and then just like lay down their part like to a click just like to the song like bam done um that's a tremendous skill that i simply right now just do not have
0: <laughs> yeah as much as i loved larry carlton like growing up i now have such a more immense appreciation for what the fuck he did oh my god like yeah. Because yeah. when, when we were younger, like, oh, the studio guitarist, he's the guy who's just good at guitar for the band that needs another guitar. And now it's like, yeah. no, yeah. that guy yeah. has yeah. to know everything and yeah. be perfect or yeah. he is getting fired.
1: And and not just be, be perfect in like one take, two takes tops. You know what I mean? Because you're a hired gun. You're not, you can't take forever on your take. Um, you got to get in there, know what you're doing, hear the song, go like, oh, okay this is the bass part they need, or this is the guitar solo they want. Um, And not only that, just to be able to be able to take like direction from the artist of like, Hey, we want you to play, you know, the keyboard on this song. And this is the kind of sound we want. And this is the solo we want. This is where we want it. Go do that. You got one shot. (laughs) Like that's a tough job.
0: Yeah. I actually just speaking of Larry Carlton, um, he he. I listened to an interview with him Maybe it was like a behind the music for one of Steely Dan's records I don't remember um, Yeah I, I listened to a lot of Steely Dan I'm 50 uh, anyway <laughs> Like He talked about how um, Donald Fagan and Walter Becker were like Really bad <laughs> At communicating really? what they wanted wow. to hear To the other musicians So a lot of the time The other studio musicians would just be frustrated Because they'd sit there and bang something Out and Becker and Fagan would be like, eh, it's not exactly what we're going for. And, and this musician would be like, what the fuck are you going for? Um, and because Becker and Fagin worked with Carlton so much, like he felt like he was a good middleman between what those two, you know, whack jobs were trying to get and what the professional studio musicians knew how to take direction were going to get out of, um, his communication ability. And so he would oftentimes go to, you know, Becker and Fagan and be like, "So what are we trying to get at this?" And they tell him like some nonsense, and then he would go over to the studio musicians and 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 translate that into into rehearsed music man talk, and <laughs> then they'd actually come up with a song.
1: That's hilarious.
0: It's a, it, it's it's a whole different fucking skill set, man. It's it's I couldn't do it. I can't Definitely
1: do I used to think I used to think so naively, like, oh, I could totally do that. Like that that would be so easy, just go in and just play the guitar for people who want me to play the guitar for them. And absolutely not. Absolutely not. No way. Um, I'd get fired
0: on my first day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I yeah, can't I literally can't even fathom that. But that's why we don't
3: do it professionally. Yeah, yeah.
1: I I enjoy having the guitar as a, an outlet and a hobby and uh I'm getting all that I need out of it
0: until you see the next piece of gear you need to buy. Ugh. Ugh. Are you looking at anything right now?
1: So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so dude, I, I, I was on reverb a couple of days ago and just, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> um, a dark hole that takes all of my money. Yeah. Um, it's uh, so I was looking at there was a Gibson SG on on the marketplace for, um, five hundred and seventy dollars. What? Yeah, yeah. And I, dude, I it took all of my willpower not to buy this thing. Um, I'm like, there's, there's, I, I convince, like, I, I, it's priced so low that there's got to be something wrong with it. It's got to have like a neck break or got it. It's got something because. That's insane, right? <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's unrealistically I think, cheap. Because I, uh, I asked Skyler, because Skyler has a Gibson issue, and I asked him, like, hey, if you were going to sell that, what would you list it for? And, like, what would you be happy with? He's like, I'd probably list it for, like, 11 or 12 and be happy with 9 or 10. Um, which is kind of
0: what I thought. I figured about a grand. I figured about $1,000. Yeah, that sounds right.
1: You know. Um,
0: Fender American prices.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, like... It was. It was selling it with the case too, for five hundred seventy bucks. I'm like, oh my god, that's crazy. Like, I think a new Epiphone SG would cost more with the case. Um, but uh, ultimately, I did not. I did not buy it, and it's gone now. So, um, probably for the best. Um, I am. Uh, so, it sucks for me to say, but I am really, really missing some humbuckers in my life. I feel like I've got um you know about as nice of a single coil guitar as as i need for the moment in my stratocaster but there's been a few times when i'm like you know what i really wish i i i had some 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 humbucker humbucker crunch in my life and uh i don't know that might be on the on the horizon maybe maybe a christmas present for me or maybe uh maybe just a tuesday present for me i'm not sure (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Tuesday is an important holiday, folks.
1: Um but uh what about you? You looking at anything new?
0: Uh not really, honestly. This is the first stretch since well, I mean, to be hey, fair, good. though I just fucking bought the goddamn tube amp. I'm acting like I like I've been yeah. chased with my money <laughs> for the for the past year. That's not true, it's a lie. I just bought this <laughs> fucking thing like two months mu- uh, not even two months ago. Not, like a not month even not even ago, Yeah. So, yeah, it's easier for me to sit here and be like, "No, I am fully content." Uh, no, yeah, um, I just bought this fucking thing. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> I I have often bought something and then been like, "All right, what's next?" And I haven't yeah. I haven't done that. So that's a win. So so far I'm feeling good. Like I said, there's definitely like I think I'm going to start shifting back into looking at different pedals when I feel as though it's time for me to <laughs> you know, open up the wall and give my money to reverb again um I don't know, hallowed be thy name <laughs> but uh cause you know I could always look at guitars and I love I definitely love window shopping for guitars more than I love window shopping anything else um just yeah. cause it's such a satisfying thing to look at but in terms of guitars I feel content I really like my amp um I have a nice audio interface I've got a good pedals uh situation um, but of course, as the, as it goes with pedals, there's always another pedal that does something. So that would, that would be my guess for the next thing I, I, I invested, but I don't feel any need to do that soon. So that's where I'm standing right now.
1: I'm going to try to get through the month of October without buying any gear. I'm going to do that. Today is October 1st, right? It is October 1st. Today is October 1st. I'm going to get through the month of October without buying any, any new musical gear you heard it here first folks
0: all right and i am going to try to go the month of october without buying any more of goddamn vinyl all right cool challenge accepted it's going to be hard folks it's going to be i i bought um age of ads by sophian stevens on 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 vinyl the other day and felt really good and i'm really excited that's cool are you are you not a Sufjan Stevens fan?
1: Uh, I mean, not that I'm not a fan. I just don't know the album you're talking about. So I, I can't comment whether or not...
0: All right. Uh, so so for tonight's listening, folks, everyone should go home. Well, you might already be home. Matt's I mean, already home. Stay home. Everyone should stay, stay home. Stay home. Put your mask on on your couch just in case. Um, and listen to the song Age of Ads off of the album Age of Ads. It, it's 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 a great 11 minutes And I know some of you might be thinking That's too long It's not I promise you it's not You're going to get to the end of that song And be like I need more of this
1: And where can people go If they need more of this Josh? Uh,
0: Asthmatic Kitty Records I think is the name of the, the record label I don't know Okay I, all right. But if you need more of you can't be serious uh you can check out our previous episodes with uh featuring some of the people we've mentioned in this episode um literally wherever you found this you'll find those too um if you want (laughs) to if you want to hit us up as we said earlier if you want to hit us up via via twitter you can do so at um you can't be ycbs ycbs pod and if you want to send us an email to Tell us why our gear setups are, are wrong or to yell at me for having inexcusably bad tone because I cannot hear myself play today. Uh, you can do that at ycbspod at gmail.com. Um, and, and that's it for today, folks. Uh, we'll be back at it uh, next Friday. Thanks for coming.